Inflation is eroding the incomes of hundreds of thousands who receive Working for Families tax credits. High wage inflation is pushing families into income thresholds where the tax credits are then withdrawn. Well, this has left many Kiwis financially worse off uh, than they were years ago. Auckland University Associate Economics Professor Susan St. John joins me now. Morning to you. Good morning. So once they creep into that next tax bracket, they lose their tax credits. The fact they've gone into the next bracket means they're earning more money, but everything costs more anyway. They're in a vicious cycle, aren't they? Oh, look, yes. And we're talking about a very low threshold. 42700 is when a family starts to lose working for families tax credits at a rate of 27%. Right. So these all thresholds were all drawn up at a time when cost of living was much lower. The faster rate of abatement happening now for families means they're losing these tax credits faster too. What, you know, should abatement thresholds be indexed the way super is? Of course they should be. And uh, at the moment, of course, they've fallen so far behind that we need to have a considerable boost. Maybe putting that threshold up to 52, 55,000 would be realistic in the current environment. It's very serious. We're seeing more and more families unable to balance their budgets at food banks and uh, we're building up a huge problem for the future. I was going to ask you how many working for families receivers might currently actually be struggling to get by, whether you know this is having a big impact on them. Well, we only need to listen to what's happening at the food banks, the Auckland City Mission, saying that it's the problems they're seeing have just got worse over the last 10 years and they're seeing unprecedented demand for their services. Um, and the problem is that every, every year a family has a deficit. They can't cover their basic costs. They either have to fill that gap by going to a food bank or getting a loan from WINS or, or going to uh, a loan shark or something like that and they end up making the, the deficit for the next year worse because they've got to service whatever loans they've had to incur. And so it's a vicious cycle, and the longer we leave it, the harder it is to address. Well, did the government drop the ball in not addressing it in the budget? I mean, was that a missed opportunity to sort this out? Are they being economically naive, or or do you think they'll actually address it? They announced a review of Working for Families in 2021, two years ago. We haven't yet seen the outcome of that review. it, it is very strange. I would hope that in the next few months we might have more of a bipartisan approach to this issue. It would be such a shame if it becomes an election football. Yeah, I know. Susan, thank you very much for being with us this morning. Susan St. John, uh, who is uh, Auckland Uni Associate Economics Professor. Carmel Cipolloni actually said it's under constant review and they're just reviewing it, considering it, which, you know, as far as I can gather, is what they're doing with everything as a government. Basically, just everything's under review permanently and then they make no decisions on anything. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.